on the previous episode of How the West Was Fucked. Oh, now he just walked out of the room. <laughs> He's probably breaking back a buffalo skull. We went down the rivers, we crossed the plains, over the mountains, we fought in streams. We went west. We trapped, we mined, we carved our names. With guns and axes, we sought our fame. Our destiny was manifest. And God help those who stood in the way of business progress. And the USA. USA. So even by 73, they were still speaking to each other, barely. Uh, Cope was actually nice enough to uh, ship him some bones that were actually shipped to him by mistake. And, uh, of course, Marsh uh, was a dick about it and asked him, where are the rest of them? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I know U.S. Postal Service guy. Where are the rest of them? Yeah. Oh, you gotta remember, we gotta steal some shit. Uh, oh, okay. know, if you don't bribe us, we gotta steal. So just oh. bribe us. And... It's a toe. I read. I read a thing that uh, the USPS will not survive the coronavirus. How do you feel about that? Well, we do have to put up plexiglass. So I was just gonna go to a hockey rink and and get it. <laughs> Why not? And then just cross-check customers into it. Let's say does Belfair have a hockey rink you can go, like, acquire some materials from? <laughs> Belfair has a meth rink, I guess. Well, that's Belfair. <laughs> no performance-enhancing drugs allowed. Is meth a performance-enhancing? Uh, yeah, dude. I guess if you're only stealing shit. <laughs> well, I, yeah, like, if, you, if you're kickboxing, maybe. If you're, uh... If you're doing curling, probably not. Cake bossing? Cake boxing. Cake bossing? Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> uh, so 74, Marsh goes to. Uh, actually, Custer asks Marsh to go along to the Black Hills. Yeah. But uh, he declined. He sends one of his uh, cronies, uh, George Bird Grinnell. Grinnell. Which also That's sounds just like a serial killer. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. I wish bird. my name was Bird. George Bird Grinnell. Uh, uh, so he does go to the uh, the Badlands, uh, South Dakota, that uh, fall, even though plenty of warnings, especially even from his friend Red Cloud, don't go, but um, he went anyway. That's where he yep. got his nickname, the Big Bone Chief. Yep. Big <laughs> the Big Bone, Bone Chief. Chief. Baby. Big Bone Chief, baby. Come I'm not fat. Mm-hmm. I'm not fat. I'm husky. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. That's one way to go with it. We'll stick with that way. Yep. (laughs) So in South Dakota, it's getting later in the year, and snowstorms were threatening them. And also threatening them were the mini conjus. Assuming it was like September. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) It's either 100 degrees or all ready to snow. Yep. Yep. So they get word that they're going to get attacked the next morning. So they had to throw all their bones into a wagon uh, instead of packing them up nicely. And they had to 
bolted back to the reservation there, back to Red Cloud. Man, that's um, so fucking crazy. Because you think about paleontologists, or in my head anyways, when you think about dinosaur bones, you, it's like a controlled operation and everything's taken care of very ni- neatly and nicely. But when you hear about it, it's like, fuck, man, we were all fucking hammered. And I had all these unpaid interns, quote, to say. And then we had to throw them into a fucking Conestoga wagon yeah. and haul ass from what, getting what, fucked not- up. <laughs> Not just that, we're blasting them out of the hill with dynamite. And, yeah, like, dude. Well, th- there's probably a reason we didn't start finding feathers on dinosaurs until recently. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we blasted these out of the side of a hill. We had to throw them into a thing. We get chased by fucking like native tribes. Like Eric was in blackface. Terrence was in red face. It was fucking yeah. crazy. There it was the best summer ever. Yeah, exactly. Buffalo giant baby, drunker, drunker giant baby chasing a fucking buffalo. The fuck out of all these buffaloes and goddamn fucking red giant camel with a corpse strapped on his back chasing us around. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish I had the red ghost was here right now. Oh, I took so many, took so many mercury pills that summer. <laughs> God. <laughs> Anywho, it was the summer of '69. Yeah, like fucking 1869. Fucking, <laughs> fucking Coachella, 1869. <laughs> Everybody was bilious as fuck. <laughs> Let's get bilious up in this bitch. <laughs> so Cope at this time got himself a USGS job too. This is where they're getting a lot of the government money. Is the uh, all these. Uh, Surveys that they're making of the well, West. Well, that, that comes that comes into play there. Yeah, he's getting government money, <clears> and he's actually getting like soldiers to help out with shit because he's actually working for the USGS, uh, or he's working with the USGS, not working for. He's requesting USGS come out with him, and they're because this comes into play later on on who got custody of some of these bones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so. uh, Cope had to beg for this, and Marsh basically was friends with Powell, so that helped out a lot too. So. Yeah. But uh, Cope did get signed up for a, a one in New Mexico, but he was such a pain in the ass that uh, the guy, his boss, he got him, got him to quit. <laughs> and then they put another guy in charge, and he accidentally shot himself. So he eventually was put in charge of the paleontology arm of everything, but they only gave him half the salary, though. It seems like there's a lot of job turnover from people shooting themselves in the 1800s. Like either, yeah. accident, either accidentally or on purpose. So Marsh wasn't a total dickhead. Um, on the way back, he went to see Red Cloud and actually vowed to help. And he actually tried to di- do help. Well, and like okay, somehow in, in the in the timeline, because we've already done Chief Red Cloud, right? Um, so uh, this is after he surrendered. I'm assuming. Yep. This is like almost 10 years after. Okay. Maybe closer to seven or eight or so. Okay. But uh, yeah, Red Cloud's uh, behaving himself, I guess. At least according to the white dudes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's not, uh, he's not fully expressing his true uh, animus. But at this time is all the uh, corruption in the government, the whiskey ring. There's just all sorts of rings everywhere. At, at, at this time. At yeah. this time. So, Good thing we got rid of all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Custer actually goes to see Marsh, thanking him for exposing Indian agent corruption. 
But he wasn't home at the time. <laughs> That's a good story, isn't it? Fantastic. Uh, December 1875, Cope, his father finally dies, <laughs> which is, you know, good for him. He doesn't have to beg for money anymore. He, he just gets it all. Gets, yep. He gets a quarter mil or about 5.5 million shit. today. Now he can afford to go out west. And out to Montana in 1876, he had to go from Omaha to Ogden Gee, and take another trip. What happened in 1876 other than that? Mm, Was it the war of 1876? Yep. Uh, that would be the little big, big horn. Uh, big so horn. once again, and where did that happen? Montana. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So his trip there is going to be fun. And uh, a few years after that, uh, the Nez Perce are kind of getting in his way, too. Yep crossing paths with them so you know this has a, a little bit to do with what would you smell there the cap yeah, smell this the cork for the snake juice like the, oh the no cork. the snake juice is popping we gotta we gotta get this episode fucking over asap oh, all right <laughs> yeah. so in order to get juice. to montana See you, you later, have man. to take a train from omaha to ogden and then another train north to idaho and then get on a stage and then finally get to montana that way Oh, That's actually less time on the, the stagecoach is the better, because you just get bounced around like a, a vibrator, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and the last leg was driven by a guy named Whiskey Jack. So trustworthy. Yeah. I want to get the fuck uses Jack I guess as the last He was name. always drunk. <laughs> I just want to get a lift driver named Whiskey Jack. <laughs> 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 Hey, man, can you read so, those instructions to me? August 14th, he gets to Helena. So this is about a month and a half, almost two months after Little Bighorn. So there he gets to the Judith River. Yeah. And we're trying to remember if that was uh, Lewis and Clark. I know they named one of those rivers after uh, a girl they like to fuck, but they couldn't quite remember her name. Well, well, I'll <laughs> I don't know if that was the Marias or the Judith. I don't know. <laughs> well, here at Hell's Creek, Creek Studios, we are equipped with the uh, the modern enemy of the internet, internet, which I don't often have, uh, so I can look that up. Oh, okay. So, of course, when he's going through, all the townsfolk are saying, uh, please don't go out there. It's kind of dangerous. Uh, they do get to Fort Benton, which was the westernmost point on the Missouri that was uh, you could get a boat to during... Uh, peak water season anyway uh benton was a kind of a rowdy town uh i like this quote one saloon operator stated that he if he saw no corpses or people passed out on the floor uh he was getting too civilized for him so he'd move after that what the uh, fuck no corpses <laughs> madam star, two stars thumbs down but yeah madam mustache was there like just a year before but she had gone to Deadwood by that time, so there we go. it's we'll, another we'll, crossing the pass with Madam Mustache. We'll do Yelp reviews on uh, on like how like the lack of corpses makes it like a place you don't want to hang out. That's you've seen we'll the you've seen the one star Yelp reviews on uh, national parks, right? Yes. Yeah, that shit's fucking fantastic. Yeah. People are so uh, fucking stupid. Well, <laughs> I I they, can uh, imagine that. So, Will, uh, going no Seven Elevens. 
going back slightly <laughs> slightly to the uh, the Judith River thing, uh, uh, Captain William Clark renamed it in honor of his future wife, Julia, and her full name was actually Judith Hancock. So it wasn't like he forgot her name, it's just she went by Julia, but her name was actually Judith. Other way around. Oh, so it's... Other, not, maybe not, it was the Maria's River then. Not, yeah, or the the Santa Maria River. So at this time in Montanaville, they don't know where Sitting Bull was. He's somewhere in the neighborhood. Well, um, Canada, he's Canada. on his way to Canada, but yeah. they're pretty close to Canada too. Plus, throwing some Blackfeet and uh, Cinnaboyans that they uh, had to deal he, with too. Yeah, so. he, he didn't worry more about them Blackfeets. And uh, so, in order to get some help there in Fort Benton, he had to pay three times as much as he did in other places. And he gets to about the Bear Palm Mountains, and later, two months later, that was the last end of the Nez Perce right there. So, and the Bear Paws are what the ones right up by uh, uh, what Crow Agency up there, right by Glacier. Yeah, but a little more eastish, I guess. Yeah, I, I know they're east, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it, I, it's that far north, though. Yeah, I, I'm just saying they found something there, like within the last month, while well, at least it was reported on the last month or two. I was reading about they found some crazy shit up there. I can't remember what it is, though. But it was a dinosaur. They find oh they find dinosaurs up there. <laughs> <laughs> Not like they found like a clown that died in a parachuting accident. They found a dinosaur. <laughs> Clownosaur? Fuck you. <laughs> so, when you get to the Missouri breaks up there, you get uh, a lot of cliffs and stuff, and that's where you can find your Hell Creek formation and all that good stuff. Hey, all part right. Part, partially. Partially. You can, fi- you can find the other part in well, you, Ballard, you Washington. Actu- you can find actual Hell Creek. I'm not in Ballard. I'm in Lower Queen Anne. But, uh, um... Fucking yeah! I think uh, Will, you and I were texting about that because when we stopped in, um, where the fuck was that? Was that Jordan? Like, yeah, uh, the actual Hell Creek like runs outside of Jordan, but like the formation itself, there's some of it in North Dakota, and there's some of it in Montana. It, it crops up various places. I, I myself have been on the Hell Creek formation, of course, which is why I bring Hell Creek Studios. Uh, but uh, uh, in like outside of Marmoth, they have Hell Creek Formation, and then uh, Baker down in Baker is like uh, kind of a hotbed for Hell Creeky kind of shit. Oh yeah, I forgot but, about Baker. Yeah, but there but but there's a bunch of shit like up uh, by where you're talking about that. Some of it's Hell Creek, which is like right before the asteroid hit, and there's some that's like slightly older Cretaceous up there. But it's kind of all depends on how high up the hill you go. But yeah. Anyway, carry on. Anyway, uh, Cope uh, entertained the his, uh, crow guides with his false teeth. He'd just oh, take yeah. out his teeth, and that would just mesmerize. I forgot about that. It's like, what, wow, magic what, what, man. Well, what was, they gave him a name for that, too. Like, uh, something like fucking spirit teeth or some shit. Like, let me... Blowjobber. Yeah. <laughs> Gummo. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. So he he spends a lot of his time in the Judith Badlands uh, digging up shit up there, but uh, he had fun trying to get back out of all these steep canyons and rolling over his his wagons. Yeah, 
Well, you know, that's anybody that was trying to do like, These are, like, they're not quite as bad as the bad, you know, the proper Badlands, but that's why they call that shit the fucking Badlands. You know, it's like Badlands. Not so good lands. Boy. Don't go anywhere. How the West Was Fucked will be right back. Come on down to Cope and Marsh's rib joint. The only rib joint in the West. Try our well-aged meats. So millions of years aged. Our Triassic T-Rex tips are out of sight. Sample our Brontosaurus brisket. Served with troglodytes and a megalodon macaroni salad. And try our house special. A Diplodocus dry rub served with two tons of white bread and a hickory smoked velociraptor claw. So come on down! We're right next door to the Como Bluff Diggins in Wyoming. Or enjoy them when we ship them out to your local natural history museum. Mmm, that's good dino barbecue. Anyway, uh, Cope is up in the Badlands of the Judith. Uh, he's having fun going up and down canyons and falling off of canyons and almost falling into crevasses on his horse. Um, all sorts of fun, and he has to make it back before the last boat of the year can get all the way up there. And that's going down, what, the Yellowstone? The Missouri. Oh, it's the Missouri. Oh, yeah. so it's up by, like, Great Falls and shit. Yep, just past yeah. uh, Benton's on the, just on the other side of Great Falls. I'm sure we probably drove through there that one summer when we went through there. Yep. Yeah. But he does, does make it back to the boat, uh, with about a half day to spare, but he has to uh, go back up the river with a boat. Uh, he was hoping somebody would give him a boat. Good snake juice. Man, I hope <laughs> hope somebody gives me a boat on this trip. Yeah, some juicy <laughs> beggar shit right there. God damn it, I hope somebody gives me a boat. <laughs> but of course he has to pay for it. And then uh, it does make it back to the last boat with about a couple hours to spare. Uh, course he gets to they get back to fort buford and then it's commandeered by uh general hazen to go after the lakota Son and the cheyenne yeah. <laughs> but then they changed his mind and then they happen to go back down again uh but the same thing happened at fort lincoln <laughs> it's like we're gonna borrow your boat your, your uh steamboat uh, oh they commandeered it mm-hmm. every fucking well, stop Abraham, you Fort Abraham Lincoln, we and Will are pretty pretty uh, familiar with since it's on the outskirts of uh, Mandan, North Dakota, and you used to get taken there pretty much every year in elementary school for some kind of field trip. And, yeah. Yep, and through so that uh, same neighborhood that he had to hustle back to, you know, just a few months later, Sitting Bull comes through there and kills a few people, so oh. on his way to Canada. Sitting Bull didn't. Some of Sitting Bull's dudes did. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Did you buy that bottle from Goodwill? <laughs> yeah. Good I can see the liquor. price I can see the price tag on the bottom. <laughs> oh yeah. Actually it's from actually it's from Value, Value Village. Village. Value Village, sorry. I knew it was one of the two. 
Well, it used to contain apparently Platte Valley straight corn whiskey. Yeah. Distilled and bottled by McCormick Distilling Company in oh, Western Missouri. That's a fancy way of saying McCormick's. Probably. I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> but uh, now it contain, contains Serbian snake juice and probably no small amount of uh, dead spiders because I don't think I washed it out after I got it from Value Village. Oh, no. <laughs> And whatever plastic, whatever plastic leached into the booze while it was in the plastic bottle, smuggled in from fucking Eastern Europe. Oh, well, yeah, I'm sure. I, I'm sure it's a, a, a fucking wonderland of unsanitary and unwholesome <laughs> things. <laughs> Much like the inside of your body right now. Hey, buddy, we're in the end times here. I'm sitting here in my fucking armed <laughs> compound, awaiting COVID nineteen to fucking. Send us back to the new Stone Age. I'll, I'll, I'll drink out of the spider jug. I'll be all right. <laughs> you must take a drink from the spider jug. What's in the spider jug? Yeah. Fruity hell. <laughs> and spiders. And spiders. Yeah. I think that was Eastern, a scene out of Flash Gordon. Eastern European plum liquor. Oh, well. Who wants to Which actually sounds like an insult if you say it fast enough, like, you Eastern European plum liquor. <laughs> There's some Speedos involved in that. Yep. I've never licked All an right. Eastern European plum. <laughs> Get out of here. Fruit of the loom. Yep. Uh, the so the next the big bonanza, uh, bone bonanza, <laughs> is Colorado. <laughs> Denver. Yeah. It's going to be Morrison formation-ish. So that's all Jurassic. And it's all big, big, big shit, right? Yeah, Jurassic is when you have your... your if for you, all you assholes that have only ever seen uh, fucking uh, Land Before Time, it's the, where the long necks are from, you fucking losers. <laughs> Sauropods, yeah. The big, the, big, the big shit was in the Jurassic. So, uh, actually, Marsh finds out about it first. These guys send him some stuff and say, hey, can you give us some money? Then when they didn't hear back from him for like a couple of letters, they write to Cope and say, hey, we got some bones for you. It's like, oh, I'll, okay. I'll pay you for it. And then when Marsh finds out about it, it's like, oh, now I'm interested. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't want it before, but now that Cope wants it, ooh, I'm all mm -hmm. about it. Yeah. Yep. So by this time, I don't think Marsh is going out on the in the field anymore um, well, or not as much anyway maybe it does take another trip or two out there but well, he's basically having reason, everybody do his work for him there's a reason why when you look at pictures of Edward Drinker Cope he's kind of a slender dude and uh, Marsh is kind of kind of not built like Tony Big Soprano bald and, <laughs> yeah. yep, like Tony Soprano with a beard so yeah I'm, I'm assuming he did a little more uh Let's call it uh, like you know, arm armchair paleontology. Like you know, he's writing a paper a year. You know. <laughs> also, he was uh, assembling a, a really good team of people working for him at the basement of the Peabody Museum. There, of course, wow. he was always forgetting to pay him on time, and then taking that. all the credit for all their work. <laughs> and he wouldn't let them write papers of their own. He would just take all their research and then Ooh, he's publish the, under his He's the his Dale Chihuly of paleontology. Mm -hmm. Kind of, yeah. yeah. 
Well, like, uh, I think, I don't know if we mentioned it, like, this iteration of the show, but, like, uh, Will mentioned, like, he he also didn't want uh, average people to be able to, like, see these things ever. It was a it was a thing. Don't even think about them. it. The festering, stinking masses. He, he he didn't want them like displayed. He didn't want them mounted. He didn't want them in a museum. None of that shit. Whereas like Cope was a little more about, hey, come check out some fucking fossils. Like this is cool. You can like learn stuff, and I can like Ted, terrify you. Teddy Roosevelt, the Bill Nye, the Science Guy, mixed together. Kinda. Or I can like you know get you to burn me like a witch because I'm trying to. Prove that you know creation of it is bullshit. So yeah, whatever. Here on. So, uh, <laughs> so Cope, basically all he has is just one assistant working out of his house. It's just a private house full of bones. <laughs> then at that time he buys a, a newspaper slash magazine, uh, the American Naturalist. Basically, just so he can insult insult Marsh because he stopped. Uh, they stopped taking his uh, his articles. And his the American Naturalist sounds like a right wing <laughs> porno magazine. So fucking hard. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like a right wing nudist, nudist colony. magazine for <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, I'm for Fox News. I'm, I'm, li- I'm literally picturing uh, like Lindsey Graham chasing Mitch McConnell around in like <laughs> like with fig leaves over their dicks. <laughs> Mitch, you know. Mitch McConnell's got toilet paper hanging out of his asshole. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Lindsey Graham's trying <laughs> just to reach for waddles like, everywhere. Just yeah. waddle on waddle crime there. Oh, what happens if <laughs> What happens if I lift lift this flap? Yeah, don't lift Ugh. the flap, please. Don't lift the flap. <laughs> anyway, the what, what was it called? The American Naturalist. Yep. Okay. So that would be his paper for a while, and it actually uh, went bankrupt. Just. Just basically so he can insult Marsh over and over. <laughs> it was just a shit talking column. That's all it was. It it basically it was fuck. It was fucking literally Infowars only just against Marsh. Man, like <laughs> one motherfucker. I mean, I I started a fucking newspaper to say fuck yeah. you. Kind of. I hate you. I hate you so hard that I bought. A printing press. That's an impressive <laughs> amount of hate. Answer. <laughs> God. Now we have Twitter. Yeah, right. Yep. <laughs> Sad thing is, people like minded their words a little more when it was when it was not free. You know, you'd have to really think up your insults. You'd have to finally craft them and hone them. How can I say? You could just type, you know, gay or something. Yep. <laughs> First comment, gay. All oh, right. <laughs> yep. How can I use the least amount of letters? Uh, the next big find is in uh, Como Bluff, Wyoming, uh, 60 miles west of Cheyenne. Of course, uh, Marsh tries to lowball the salamander hunters who found it. Uh, they finally agree, but they piss him off so much in the future that basically uh, some of these guys went to go work for Cope after a while because Marsh, Marsh was so much of a dick to him, which is always a good time. Oh, wow. He pushed him away uh, from himself onto the, his competitor. Fantastic. Yeah. So- well, it's like when the Uber drivers jump ship to go to Lyft, except for what what happens with that? They all work for both, man. That's right. <laughs> no, uh, it's like when America. It's like when America starts a war. They fucking play both sides. Sell sell arms to the enemy, so you can make. Well, it just depends. You can make money. Yeah, I like money. I like money. Anyway, <laughs> this is the uh, same time where uh, Marsh 
uh, has his guys destroy a site when he thought they were all done with it. So instead of letting other people find other stuff, they, you know, in the name of science, fuck it up. So we they don't would know get, they would what, what could have been there anymore. Get what they want out oh, of yeah. it and then blow it up so nobody well, could fucking go by there. Well, fossil hunting is kind of a long, painstaking process. There's only a small part of the year on the Great Plains that you can actually do it. So, like, uh, say say it's getting to be about, like, August, and you find something, like, large, and you're extracting and extracting, and you've got your guys out there with your pickaxes, like, just paleontologizing the fuck out of it, you know? <laughs> like, like, like really carefully and really painstakingly, right? No, they're literally just hacking shit out of the rock, throwing it in wagons. But uh, whatever you don't get by the time, because you also need to get out of there, and you're using goddamn wagons. So, uh, you know, it's going to fucking snow... So what do you do? Do you come back there next year? No, you don't, because your enemy might already be there. So what do you do? You just dynamite that shit. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. There's a lot of shit we probably don't know because of the shit that these two assholes blew up. What the fuck? Because of two or, motherfuckers? Or, like otherwise, or, or, or otherwise, like, broke to keep up. Well, it wasn't just them, but they're famously the, the two that kind of industrialized the process. <laughs> God but, damn, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Cope was kind of famous for making his mistake of putting the, the head on the ass. But Marsh also made a whole bunch of mistakes. So basically nine out of ten were mis- misnamed at the time. And well, they were it, renaming well, it, all sorts of shit. That's the thing is sometimes like the, the guy that found the thing the first time would also name other specimens of the same species something else. Just to try to beat the other guy to the punch is like you know like okay like say you're in the Hell Creek formation the only kind of big things you're going to find is Triceratops T-Rex and a Montosaurus right those are the big ones that because these guys weren't even looking for small dinosaurs back then they were looking for big shit more or less oh so if they um, found so something they, small they wouldn't even fucking take it out of the rock or anything they, they just wouldn't have noticed it because they were looking for big chunks of, you know oh, yeah. they, they're not going for minutia um, so say you find like a triceratops, right? And you find like a partial triceratops. They're like, cool, this is now a triceratops. And then you find another one, but maybe it's a juvenile. Well, no, this is now fucking copaceratops or whatever. You know, like I, I know there's some um, um, dubium. I don't have them up, but the, yeah, there's definitely been some triceratops that it was misidentified. Triceramarsh. That's just an example. Yeah. It's just like they would basically like I found a goat. Well, I found a different goat. I'm going to name it something else just to be careful, you know, or just to have more names under my belt. For you know, sure. Even though at the end of the day, yeah. So, yeah, and they so also they uh, reused names that uh, you know they did just didn't bother research. It's like that's Titanosaurus or whatever. Well, to, to be I've done one, I've done one of those exact, before. They, to be fair, they couldn't exactly Google shit, but you know, yeah. They also but, didn't fucking try. They didn't say like I don't know what it is till I till I research it and figure it out. Well, the other thing is like somebody might have found it and named it, but uh, like you say, if you're a guy like Edward Drinker Cope and you're not accepted as much by the scientific community, you might have described it, you might have found it, you might have done the whole thing, but maybe like everybody at Cambridge or whatever didn't fucking take your. It's like that's your opinion, man. Yeah. So they don't publish your paper. So while you might have found it first and described it first, it doesn't mean it was the first one accepted. Okay, so like, yeah. So there's some of that, too. This is uh, when Marsh makes one of his bigger mistakes. 
uh, with the Brontosaurus. Yeah. He put a, a different head on of a, a Patasaurus body. Well, but well, they he, didn't fix that put, until the 70s, 1970s. Yeah. Well, and that's why all you assholes grew up thinking a Brontosaurus was an actual thing. And it was, this whole time, it was a Patasaurus. Wait, what's and a Brachiosaurus then? That's a totally different animal. I thought Brontosaurus but, was the long neck, and then then I found out it was actually a Brachiosaur. There's a bunch of bra- there's a bunch of long necks. There's also like Diplodocus and like Seismosaurus and fucking Diplodocus sounds like sounds and, like the one of the dudes that stabbed fucking Caesar. Kind of, but Diplodocus is like a, a, for the <laughs> for the longest time. Like when I was a kid, okay, you had Brontosaurus, and then like you know, and actually Diplodocus not. They're kind of in the, I think they're in the same clade. Like, um, they're okay. They're 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 sauropods that kind of go like horizontally, like a bridge. Like picture like the Golden Gate Bridge. Mm-hmm. There's some sauropods that are built like that, and there's some that are built like giraffes. Oh, and like literally like uh, like a brachiosaur. There's actually a brachiosaur called Giraffe Titan, and it might actually be just a brachiosaur. That's why we're always still fucking around with names. Yeah, or there's like Sauroposeidon. Which is also, it's where the neck kind of goes like more vertically. And they're kind of built like a hyena where the, uh, or a giraffe, where the, where the front legs are much longer than the rear legs. Yeah. And they have a short tail. Whereas something like a Diplodocus or like an Apatosaurus is going to be a little more horizontal and they have a much longer tail. But the head's kind of more sticking out to the front rather than like coming up. And the, and the front legs are more proportionate with the back legs. In fact, I think they're generally kind of shorter than the back legs. Holy so shit. So they're all, yeah. So I mean, there's there's some diversity going on there, yeah. but they're all subtly but, subtly I different. The, I guess the point is like Brontosaurus. Everybody knows the name Brontosaurus, but it ain't real. But I, and I, well, I actually I think they're I think they finally they do have an animal that's called Brontosaurus, but it's not Cope's Brontosaurus. It, gotcha. it was something that was already called that. And what Cope did is he he slapped uh, the skull of uh, uh, Camarasaurus. They're all found out of the Morrison Formation. Like, if you go to uh, Dinosaur uh, National Monument down there, uh, uh, Colorado, Utah, border area, um, it's a Morrison Formation. Oh, so yeah. It's what's, what's the one that's like the a sheer sheer face of a cliff with dinosaurs sticking out of it? Th- that, that, that's literally Dinosaur National Monument. That's yeah, what I'm yeah. talking about. That place is dope. I went there so when I was a kid. He, so what you dig out of there is, like, uh, predator-wise, it's kind of like, uh, it's pretty much Allosaurus. I think Ceratosaurus are the main ones. And then there's some Stegosaurus, but otherwise it's a lot of sauropods. But uh, the sauropods that are in there is Camarasaurus. Um, I think there's Diplodocus in there, and there's um, there's a Patasaurus in there. And so like uh, Camarasaurus is closer. It, it it's different than a Brachiosaur, but it's built more like a Brachiosaur with the fr- longer front legs, and like kind of a shorter head. Like, with that kind of domed forehead. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Brachiosaurus is like the thing you see on Jurassic Park. You know, oh, it's a cow, you know, whatever. Kamarasaurus is kind of like that, but a shorter snout. Well, Marsh just kind of, like, grabbed the head off that shit and, like, shoved it onto a Patasaurus and called it a Brontosaurus, more or less. Cool. I mean, I'm, I'm really dumbing it down, but, like... Yeah. But but that's kind of like uh, cutting the head off a giraffe and then throwing it on a zebra and calling it a, a thing. It's a you thing. Know, like... It's the Volkswagen you know, Theresa. And, and actually, zebra wouldn't be right because like they're not even evolutionarily close enough to a giraffe. I would say Akapi, but that's too close. I don't know, but it's got still it. no. I got it, you, man. It, it, yeah, they're just kind of making up shit. It's some Fiji mermaid bullshit. But yeah, <laughs> you fucking Fiji mermaid. 
Well, you know what the Fiji mermaid is, right? Oh, the manatee? No. Sea cow? Where they, uh, take, oh. No, they take like a, the back half of a salmon and they sew a monkey on the front. They have they had some at a old curiosity Long shop. Long Beach. Yeah, they have one in Long Beach by the alligator man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I've seen that before. Yeah, they're like a, like a carnival gaff where gotcha. it's the back end of a fish and then this like tortured, fucked up monkey forehead. You know, it's God. kind of what Cope and Marsh were doing. Humans know. are just absolutely amazing. Yeah, fantastic. That's one way that's, to put it. It's <laughs> a very generous, generous. Uh... <laughs> yep. Uh, so in ten years of uh, looking for stuff, Cope spends seventy-five thousand dollars of his own money, while Marsh is using the university money. Um, so now he has to look for some mining investments down in Arizona, and uh, Cope actually probably trusted people a little bit too much. And uh, he didn't quite get scammed, but he lost uh, lots and lots of money. Um, he finally comes out with his book from one of the uh, surveys. It was only a thousand pages and a foot thick, and it weighed fifteen pounds. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, it must be shit. a bestseller. Take that shit, War and Peace. You'll fuck mm-hmm. yourself. <laughs> what was the book called? Uh, I'm sure it had a title that was at least. Three or four paragraphs. Dude, I fucking love eighteen hundreds book titles are the fucking most awesome shit of all time. You don't even have to read the book after you read the title. Yeah, <laughs> it, it basically, yeah, the title is a, a, a fucking synopsis of the yeah. what you're about to read. Totally. Yeah. So eventually, uh, Cope has to move into a like a house in the back of his property. Uh, but uh, Marsh has a mansion built at Yale. Uh, he's eaten at uh, Delmonico's, which was the big fancy place in New York at the time. And I thought I thought you were say Del Taco. Uh, uh, Del, Del Taco. Talicos. <laughs> yep. So he's hanging out with uh, Aster, not the old Aster, the young Aster, Edison, and P.T. Barnum. P.T. Barnum gave him the placenta of the second elephant born in the United States. Oh, cool. Ooh. But I'm Marsh, so, I'm so Marsh misplaced it. How did he cook it? Oh, he misplaced it. Gotcha. I was gonna say, yeah. I was gonna say, you know, he misplaced it right into his fucking frying pan. Weirdo. <laughs> he even had uh, Red Cloud out for a visit, <laughs> and uh, well, he was so rich that he used uh, old uh, currency ground up to make paper mache molds. What <laughs> the fuck? He he he, he literally would grind up money and make paper mache. Yeah. Uh, let's what talk a little fuck? bit more about. Yep, yeah, he had money. Uh, but let's talk a little bit more about him and Red Cloud. Like one good thing Marsh actually did is he tried to use his influence to actually try to help out uh, at least the Cheyenne. Like uh, you know, because he promised Red Cloud that he'd go talk to the Great Father, you know, and, and that he should like drop. And apparently, he actually did do some of that. So. I like to kind of shit on Marsh, but at least he did try to help out Red Cloud's people. So nobody's all bad. Well, oh, just ninety percent. Oh, Wait, Marcus Corelli's a son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so with uh, Cope's money problems, Marsh wasn't as uh, pressed to do as much. But so he wasn't really going out looking for as much. But he had lifetimes and lifetimes of shit to go through anyway. So. Um, so Cope's goal now was just to discredit Marsh. <laughs> so he got a commission to look into the USGS 
surveys, he made friends with a Democrat sen senator from Alabama. Oh, that's so, back when the Democrats were bad guys, right? Yep. Yes. And he yes. hated science. <laughs> Super. And he was a well, former Confederate lieutenant. Fucking shocking. <laughs> so now they're going after mostly Powell, because he was the head of it at the time. Colin Powell is old you know, as fuck. You know what I hate? I hate science. You know what else I hate? I hate... Yeah. <laughs> that's where they thought science shouldn't be government funded, because it was all, all about the gentlemanly pursuits of... Of knowing shit. Not join, join, join an upstanding club like the Knights of the Templar. Ku, Ku Klux Klan oh, and yeah. shit. So if the government is paying Fucking for all apples. these fossils, they shouldn't be sitting in a room just for Copen and or Marsh to look at. Um, but Powell stood up for, for Marsh and all the money was accounted for. And he argued successfully th that, but it's kind of started the seed uh, of them looking into the actual finances and kind of doom both guys, both Marsh and Cope. Uh, about that time, Marsh and Cope do see each other at a scientific conference in Buffalo, just like across the room. I'm it's probably sure that they saw each other, but they didn't talk to each other. So that might have been a little awkward. <laughs> Did a biscuit get thrown I in? hate you so much. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fucking glass of orange juice thrown in his face. So then Cope's magazine goes under. Um, basically, it was subsidized by him anyway and never made any money because who really wants to buy that besides 12 people in the whole country at yeah, the time? Sure. Was it about dinosaurs like or like fossils? Or just science in general, science in which general? wasn't, when he just wasn't that popular. Just talk shit about the fucking one dude. Yep. So at right. the time, he's pondering selling his fossils, and then his wife leaves him. <laughs> Which is not a good, not a good sign. That's kind of rolls on. So now he's down to just one of the townhouses, and he's basically sleeping in between bones and crates and on a cot. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> you just you kind of just described my apartment. Yeah, no shit. But really. Uh, also in his uh, house was a Gila monster that he'd feed eggs to and scratch on the head. Well, you know. Uh, by by the window, he had like a tree frogs and salamanders in a like a terrarium. <laughs> oh man, uh, this is that guy would be so bummed out when he finds out that dinosaurs were actually birds and not lizards. Actually, uh, some uh, I, I can't remember which one of those guys kind of speculated that they were similar, more similar to. I think it was Cope because they, um, they had the uh, the the uh, uh, what's called like uh, the leaping uh, the the, uh, the I almost said M Night Shyamalan. Uh, <laughs> The uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, uh, lizards. Uh, Charles Knight, like uh, the Mr. The, Glass. The painter. No, the painter. Uh, is it Charles M. Knight? Uh, fucking, I've been drinking snake juice all day, or not all day, but all podcast. Um, <laughs> come on. I don't know, man. Uh, it's okay. Uh, when you were Charles kid, Knight, you, he's, he's like yeah, looking Charles, at. He's it, looking is at. Is it Charles M? Is it Charles M. Knight or Charles? No. Whatever. Charles, Knight. Charles Goodnight. The fucking, <laughs> the the famous the guy that got famous for being the, the first Chuck guy Wigan. that being really good at painting motherfucking extinct animals. Um, like uh, you've all seen his work. Everybody has. I don't give a fuck who you are. I mean, when when I was, a, I mean, this guy was painting shit in the late 1800s, early 1900s, and the, his pictures of dinosaurs 
were like the most modern ones we had in our encyclopedia when I was growing up. And they were wrong, but they were really good paintings. That's why they endure. But uh, um, but uh, the famous one where there's like one dinosaur laying on its back, and the other one like a Dryptosaurus like laying on its back. Charles Robert and Knight. They're sixty nine. Charles R. There we go. Charles R. No, Knight. The one but the other one is jumping on it. It's all ferocious yep. shit. It's literally on the cover of the shit. It's that's what we're talking about here. Yep, I see it right it, now. It, it, Shit's going like, on Instagram. You know, but uh, fucking uh, um, the reason why Cope speculated at that, it, it you know, and it got like kind of laughed at as, oh, they're big stupid lizards. They're supposed to be dragging their tails around. Well, we didn't figure out that they weren't dragging their tails till way later in the project, you know. And he's like, no, no, it's much more bird-like, you know. In fact, you know, the bird-hipped ornithischian dinosaurs, which yeah. is weird because, well, the big thing is the ones that are most bird-like are the theropods who are not bird-hipped, they're lizard-hipped. But I'm not going to get into whole fucking <laughs> we can stop there. shit about that. So Charles R. Knight, check him out. Yeah, he's hot, thicker names. Hot new painter on the Instagram. <laughs> what? <laughs> Anyway, I gotta throw in some good old timey racism again. Uh, this is where I wrote down uh, that uh, Cope thought uh, there was like, well, a lot of people thought this was science too. That there was levels of of uh, race, like somewhere in between English Protestants were the Slavs, Mongols, and Irish and Jews. <laughs> oh, don't don't forget hot and don't forget hot and tots and like yeah. Anyway, yeah. I just had to throw that in. It's just just good fun. Uh, like, yeah, when I worked at the museum, we we had the old one room schoolhouse, and there was an old uh, geography book, and it had like the races of the world, and it was fucked. I mean, like it was like, you know, everything you just mentioned plus like Aryan, which pretty much looked like Doc Holliday in their little picture, and then hot and tots and pygmies and crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 1889, Cope finally gets a teaching position at uh, University of Pennsylvania. He's still trying to get his uh, papers published through the uh, USGS while still bugging everybody and uh, getting uh, the Congress to try to audit him. <laughs> uh, John Wesley Paul warned that it would require 12 to 15 years work and cost $660,000. Uh then he informed that Cope's collection was the government's, <laughs> even though Cope was the one who paid for him. And Powell was friendly with Marsh, and Marsh was the guy who didn't pay for his collection. That's but why he's still was, rich. And he was also using uh, government troops and shit. Like, he was basically using the government a lot to get his shit. So he's kind of good, mean, at, know, good at using people. He was the one that, like, got his uncle to pay for the new wing to the to the school right well to be mm -hmm. fair his uncle did kind of like uh offer him some money but right yeah 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 so now cope is getting desperate he befriends a journalist named william hosea man i'll suck your dick Olu. for a dinosaur bone man <laughs> so he was a uh, yellow than a big bird's ass journalist there uh <laughs> he just had a habit of making shit up he said he had a law degree from the University of Chicago. That wasn't true. They and didn't even have a university in Chicago. A, yep, and that he was a member of an 1884 Arctic rescue mission. <laughs> the Arctic didn't yeah, even I exist did in 1884. 
But uh, this got uh, Cope to get all his dirt out on Marsh, which he called Marciana. <laughs> the encyclopedia of, of dicks. Um, <laughs> so he's trying to shop this story around, and he finally gets it picked up by the New York Herald. Uh, the Herald was a penny press, basically for, for white trash people. Uh, Harold was also the paper that fa- uh, had uh, Stanley go find Livingston way back in uh, Africa or wherever that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Toto song is. I presume. Oh, oh, that's what I was presuming. So what uh, What year is this, by the way? Uh, 1889? 1890. Okay. Oh, I, I just was reminded of something when you're talking about the dick baggery of like naming shit after yourself. Here, here's the thing. Okay, there, there, there's a dinosaur now, apparently known as Nanosaurus. I wasn't aware of this, so but I, I had thought about it as because there were there had been a dinosaur called Drinker, named after Edward Drinker Cope. There had been another one called Athnelia, named after Charles Daniel Marsh, and then also Athneliosaurus. Well, as it turns out, they're probably all the same fucking dinosaur, but they're also Lausaurus, like basically. Once again, we're talking about one dinosaur that has five different fucking names, three of which happen to be like uh, either self-named by Cope or Marsh, two of which were self-named by Marsh. It's the same fucking dinosaur, more or less. It's, it's like when you buy a, buy a star for a loved one and you get to name the star their name. Like, I'm sure there's 48 other people that ha- have named the same fucking star on right, the star exactly. register. Exactly. Except for it's, it's not even like Click that. Click on it's Uranus. Like, it's not like you bought one for your loved one. It's like you bought one for yourself and then named it twice in in your own name. Yeah. But just with slight differences. Yeah. So there's that. <laughs> just wanted to point that out because we were talking about the Marsha. Marsha? 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 Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Uh, so Marsh tries to kill this story and even threatens Cope's boss. But uh, when he was backed up and he didn't fire Cope, so he actually Cope got to keep his job for the for the time being. Um, basically, Cope accused Marsh of plagiarism, which was true, making his students do all the work, which was true. Um, and uh, Cope went ahead and kind of named people even though they didn't really appreciate that. It's like, hey, this guy says that you're a dick. And it's like, well, I didn't really ask to be quoted in this. Oh, okay. Marsh gave his rebuttal. Quote, little men with big heads, unscrupulous in warfare, are not confined to Africa, and Stanley will recognize him when he returns to America. Yikes. Of such dwarves, uh, unfortunately, a few in science. <laughs> so he's wow. name-checking Stanley there, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and he's, and he's also saying that uh, people, oh, like people in Africa with tiny heads are warlike, but you'll find that you'll find them in the scientific community when you return to America, like, because we're doing, once again, phrenology and that kind of, like, weird, yeah. like... Somehow I'm going to yeah. figure out how to make this racist as shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, it wouldn't be the 1800s. Yeah, if, right. uh, Oh, it's a really it's so, a it's a really good statement. I want to put it in my newspaper, but it's not racist. Oh fuck, you're totally right. Let me figure something out. Let me reword that. Let me put the word Chinaman in there somewhere. <laughs> totally. <laughs> like, uh...
Don't go anywhere. How the West Was Fucked will be right back. Tired of the working day world of cattle wrestling indoor card sharpening? Try the Doc Holiday Correspondent Dentist College. Within three weeks, you can receive a degree in dentistry and haircutting and or bloodletting. For one low payment of a pinch of gold dust, we'll send you a skull from a recent smallpox victim. From that, in our five-page pamphlet, you can learn all the ins and outs of our magical science of teeth pulling. Learn the technique of tying the tooth with a string, tying the string to a mule, then shooting in the ear, and a spook in the mule. We call that a spook in the mule technique. Also, this is very important. Don't shoot the mule. Don't forget. It's not going to work that way. Upon completion of the test, you receive a handwritten diploma and the right to practice under any assumed name in any outlaw mining camp in the West. And if you can draw this pirate, you can enroll in our school too. So enroll today! You too can call yourself a dentist. All you have to do is to say, I'm a dentist. Then you're a dentist. So for about two weeks, this is kind of national news, but nobody really gave a shit because it's science and paleontology, which was new, and people were more concerned about dying from cholera or whatever. Or just um, thought it was the devil. Like, yep. Totally. And science isn't going to help people with cholera. Hey, One guy you can only pray that away. The, it's of- the only way you can do it. So one guy I got the attention of was a senator from Nevada called Big Bill Stewart. He wanted another survey done for irrigation and dams through the West. I'm surprised he um, even said the word dam. Yep. But this is how even, uh, you know, Agassiz, one of the uh, top scientists of the time, he thought railroads would change the electrical charge on the plains and actually cause it to rain. What? <laughs> <laughs> but now, you know, all these people are moving out thinking, oh, yeah, now it's going to rain because we have railroads. What the fuck? <laughs> and they finally figured out that, okay. you know, all this drought is not good hold, for crops. Hold on. Just stop right the fuck there. That literally, sound, <laughs> that li- literally sounds like, you know, Trump's whole, like, the windmills are going to give you cancer yeah, shit. Yeah, absolutely. That is, literally, that is literally what we were fucking around with, like. Still. The windmills are going to give you cancer. The the railroad is going to cause it to rain. <laughs> Why Prove me fuck? wrong. Prove oh. me wrong, man. Oh, oh God. Oh, I just gave myself a headache. All right. Yeah. So I, I think it was the snake liquor this. that gave you that. Oh, okay, snake, go ahead and drink some more. Snake then. juice. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, to forget, Tony. Oh, yeah, that burns. <laughs> oh, God. And you're you're taking a leak. It burns when you pee, so I don't know. I guess you can't see that. Anyway, uh, so uh, they got another survey going to get all this uh, irrigation going. But that kind of tipped off um, the Alabama senator we're talking about that was uh, friendly with COPE to go after the government-funded science again. And he gets uh, Powell's budget slashed, uh, like, by... From seven hundred twenty thousand to one hundred sixty-two, so this is really kind of fucking up science, and especially for Marsh too. Uh, this is when Herbert, uh, the Alabama senator, goes after Marsh, and uh, 
It's like birds with teeth. How dare you? <laughs> and which very literally is a thing. And in fact, uh, even before we figured out that dinosaurs are actually birds, there was like birds that had like Hesperonis, which I think uh, did Marsh find it or was that Cope? Yeah, it was Marsh, right? Esperanto. Hes- Hesperonis it looks like a fucking loon, only it has a mouthful of choppers. It, it like literally is a loon with like fangs. It's like, have you ever seen a Hesperonis? Nope. <laughs> not that I know of. <laughs> not not since this afternoon, no. <laughs> I, I think that's what they're talking about. I'll find a picture of it. Oh, man. Anyway, they're making fun of, of, of Marsh thinking that birds had teeth, which they actually <laughs> did, but yeah. it just seemed ludicrous at the time. Um, so basically, uh, Marsh gets all his funding cut at the time. Uh, and also 1893, the economy takes a dump too. So days of collecting fossils for Marsh are now, now done, but he still had millions and millions to look through, uh, that we'll find out that he never did get to look through all of them. So Cope was now back in the field again after 10 years of not being in, cause he finally has a little bit of money, um, at the time, he, well, for all time, he wrote 1,200 scientific papers, which is still a record. Yeah, Wait, but, that's still a record? <laughs> yeah, half of them were bullshit, like, though, right? Yeah, it was like nine-tenths of them were bullshit. <laughs> or, yeah. 1897, uh, Cope starts suffering from stomach issues that would lay him out. Um, this is probably from the fever that he got when he was in Wyoming. Uh, friends urged him to actually get surgery, but uh, surgery wasn't uh, all that uh, safe back in the day. Just ask uh, President James Garfield, what? who just got shot. Taking a fucking shit wasn't that safe in the day. No. Mm-hmm. It's like, should we wash our hands? Nah. Now that's how the devil gets in. Copa was a great believer in patent medicines, so he was taking uh, morphia. Well, I, I'm Assuming that's part morphine. It's Some fucking laudanum. Name my daughter Belladonna. after my, name my daughter after my favorite drug. <laughs> He's been taking some belladonna and some formalin, which is formaldehyde and menthol. Well, belladonna <laughs> is definitely poisonous. Like definitely. Yeah. So now like, he's kind of menthol's not good for you. That's why I say don't smoke menthol cigarettes. Terrible. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Shit will kill you. Uh, so now he's bedridden. He's sleeping on a cot. Surrounded by papers and skulls. Dinosaur skulls, mostly. That's the way I want to go out. Mostly. So he dies uh, April 12th of that year of 1897. Uh, just shy of 57. Damn. No cause of death was found, but I'm sure the Belladonna might have had something to do with that. Yeah, perhaps. Well, he was also <laughs> rife with fucking syphilis, apparently. So He was, since uh, he actually probably got laid, uh, Marsh probably never did. <laughs> <laughs> So Wake was held on Cope's second floor study. Uh, they found uh, six mortars there. They all sat in silence as the uh, oh mortars. I thought you said I thought you said mortars. It's like why the fuck were I there? Did too. Why the fuck were there mortars there? Because you need to fucking mortars. return fire, baby. Yeah, General mortars. The only sound was a tortoise scraping his toenails across the floor as it walked. <laughs> Is that for real? That's yep. That's painting a picture there. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, right, because he had all the lizards and shit. Mm-hmm. Good God. And, and So he leaves his wife 75000 Not quite the two hundred fifty that he had when his father left it to him, but 
as far as widows go, that's still pretty good. Uh, Cope's collection was sold for uh, 85k. Uh, funeral was held at his father's. Uh, will was read, and they're like, well, "When are we gonna bury the body?" Then they find out uh, Cope wanted to donate his body to science, which was really weird at that time. Well, at least the big smarty pants were donating their brains. Because <laughs> you want to um, know, like, yeah, because we were talking about phrenology and, like, brain size. They thought the more your brain weighed and the bigger it was, literally the smarter you are. Yep. So they held a contest between uh, Leedy, uh, Cope's uh, mentor there, John Wilsey Paul, and Walt Whitman. Uh, Cope, uh, Cope's brain beat Powell's. But Leedy won the contest. Uh, Whitman's brain was dropped by a clumsy student. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no, five seconds. Damn you, Walt wall, Whitman. Walt Whitman! God damn you, Walt Whitman! I hate you, Walt freaking Whitman! Leaves a grass my ass! Oh, five second rule on leaves of grass. Oh no. <laughs> nope, we dropped it. Throw it away. So Cope wanted Marsh to donate his brain so they could finally win that contest. Fucking but win a contest. Marsh turned him down. Oh that was that would have been the last contest between the two, but Marsh turned him down. Fucking asshole. Because he because he's a fucking pussy. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Well, and then uh, posthumously, like uh, like the other thing is Marsh also um, since nobody had tried to scientifically describe uh, Homo sapiens as a species, uh, he tried to become the type specimen for the species Homo sapien. Now, there's some debate on what actually is because there's other people that have done it in the past too, and I don't I don't think Edward Drinker Cope currently is our type specimen anymore, but for a while, I think he was because they had his bones uh, stored at, I can't remember what, like probably the one in... Uh, was the university he worked for like um, Philadelphia? Philadelphia. That sounds about right. Yeah. So I think his bones. I think his bones are actually still there. Because Will, I sent you that picture of like his skull being held up by the by the painting of Othniel Martin. We'll we'll put it up on the Instagram or whatnot. Uh, but like uh, there was some guys that like um, they you know, they wrote a dinosaur book in the nineties and the uh, <laughs> is a book for dinosaurs act- or about dinosaurs. About dinosaurs, more about the study of dinosaurs. Okay, but not for dinosaurs. Uh, I can is actually that the go, Mutter Museum? I, no, he's not at the Mutter Museum. I think he's actually still at the, the University of Philadelphia because he was just in a box. They actually checked him out like they would a library book, and they went traveling around the country for like two years taking pictures of dinosaur shit. That's what the Alice in Chains song's about. Well, and, they, and they'd be sitting there talking uh, to, like, say, like, Bob Bacher from, like, uh, from the, you know, uh, the museum there in Colorado in Denver. Which Will and I were at what five years ago, something like, uh, like that. But uh, you know Robert Barker, he's very famous paleontologist. Like, I thought you said Bob Barker. Okay, cool. So, so there's so the, the guys that are <laughs> Richard writing this, Dawson, like, the, the guys that are writing this fucking <laughs> uh, the guys the guys that are writing this fucking book though, they literally have like Edward Drinker Cope's like skeleton in a box or what's left of it in a box sitting at the thing. And Bakker starts talking about Edward Drinker Cope while they're eating breakfast at this little cafe in, like, Montana. And they're like, well, would you like to meet him and, like, produce this fucking skull? That's fucking which horrifying. Is missing, 
which is of course missing all its teeth, as we know. Yeah. Uh, Edward Drinker Cope had like you know, and also like uh, it shows sign they had like uh, somebody like um, kind of examine it. Like, apparently, he had abscessed teeth, which is why he got meaner at the end of his years. Christ, mm-hmm. did and, they flap and, his jaw around? Like, his, Happy Halloween! Ha ha ha! No. I, Tony, uh, I can't show you right now, but I'll, I'll bring uh, next time I see you when we're out of the Forbidden Zone. I'll bring you the I'll bring you the book. You can read the whole thing yourself and see all these crazy pictures. God but damn! But like, uh, uh, but also they like, uh, yeah, his his bones show uh, 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 symptoms symptoms of syphilis, basically, um, which is pro- probably also partially what killed him. Um. But uh, yeah, it was just—it's really interesting. Like he's apparently still just in the in University of Philadelphia cardboard banker's box in the University of Philadelphia, sitting <laughs> there in a box. But well, but the thing is, once again, we're going with like guys that were trying to be grandiose and trying to one up each other. This guy wanted to be the type specimen of Homo sapiens. Yeah, you know, it's it's like I am the example that the whole the best uh, example we have is based on. With my abscessed teeth and my syphilis <laughs> and my missing, t- he's actually you know. he's actually a really good specimen for that era. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah he's he's been supplanted. I, I I don't think there is like a really agreed upon official one right now. Any of my research failed to bring up what we agree upon right now for uh, Dude, type specimen I wonder, for Homo sapiens. I actually kind of wonder if, if Pee Wee Herman. I, <laughs> I kind of wonder if that if uh, the Man in the Box song is about that. Because I, I, I don't I, highly, I doubt it. I'm the Actually, cat in the box. Highly, highly doubt Me it. Too. I don't think Lane Staley was going with them deep uh, paleontology cuts. You know. What about them bones? <laughs> yeah. Well, at least like you know Chris Cornell, like burning diesel, burning dinosaur bones. You know. I'm break this rusty cage and run. Okay, and Johnny. Run. Johnny Cash. <laughs> yeah. No, but so yeah, uh, uh, these guys basically. Um, it's fun to look at their feud, but just think about all the scientific knowledge we could have had back in the 1800s if they weren't constantly, if they were worried more about science and rather than like fucking each other over and destroying like evidence and like specimens and like just doing fuckery. I mean, who knows? Fuck. We, we, we could be, be not sitting here, uh, Worried about COVID, maybe. No, nah, I doubt that. But yeah, we still be here. Yeah, that's a strong point. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh shit, man! Oh, man in the box. We got a man in the box is about uh, a veal. Hmm. And I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah, now it makes sense. I'm gonna, it's what's I'm, for dinner. I'm gonna leave it at that. Now the the video makes sense anyway. I know. Anyway, uh, is it rooster to, uh, about about the dad was in Vietnam or something and just yeah. didn't kill? Yeah. Come get not the rooster. Mm. Uh, 1895, Marsh steps down as president 
in uh, of uh, the National Academy there in Yale. Yale votes yep. to give him a salary, even though he'd never taught a single class there. Yep, he's still got <laughs> so ten he's still resist. Yep, wow, he's still resisting funny. on giving out his bones and having them mounted, and he didn't want anybody oogling them or ogling them. These are mine. Marsh uh, would win the race eventually, naming 86 species to Cope's 56. When they cleaned out Marsh's bones, it took six months. Everything weighed about 80 tons and filled five train cars. So that's a lot of bones. Yeah, but Marsh also had, like, government help on a larger scale. And, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, he had the man back in him. I'm still Team Cope. I mean, they're both they're both insufferable fucking douchebags, but I'm on Team Cope, man. Yeah, I feel it too. At least, at least he and, was, he was uh, the working man's 1800s paleontologist. Kinda, kinda. Like, he's the drop ten, he's tender, the dropkick Murphys of the 1800s paleontologies. Ten, ten, tenderfoot ass motherfucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Per, totally. He was the the dropkick Murphys. So Marsh dies when he catches a cold. Uh, one aide wrote he simply stopped breathing after I put a pillow over his head. Uh, he had a whole $186 in the bank after being rich all of his goddamn life. Um, but he did get to donate some through a trust back to Yale. He had two living half-siblings at the time who didn't even bother to attend the funeral. So one sibling? <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Yeah. As long as as long as like one was the lower half, the other one was the upper half. I was thinking left and right. Weird. Oh, wow. Ooh, that's, way to, that's way to do it. But uh, by that time, museums were popping up uh, everywhere, and dino skeletons were being built and displayed. So he's probably rolling over in his grave before his yep. time. Man, that's all. Yep. In fact, some of the uh, specimens that Cope and Marsh uh, dug up are still on display to this day. Um, generally mounted like very incorrectly. Um, sometimes in the case of like, um, well, they, they have changed the ones uh, mm-hmm. uh, like one of the original brontosauruses. They did change the skull to a real apatosaurus skull, and they also like uh, they had done shit like uh, they were so convinced that like the tails needed to drag on the ground that sometimes they would just add vertebrae to make that possible. <laughs> See, I told you. So I told you. <laughs> so. Uh, so yeah, now 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 it's very rare to be able to go to like an old school museum where they're all fucked up. But uh, a good place if anybody ever wants to go for free and see some old fucked up shit, and you can actually see some stuff, uh, some sculptures done by Charles R. Knight and some paintings and stuff. Uh, go to um, the uh, School of Mines in uh, Rapid City, South Dakota. It's free. The School of it's, Mines it's the- sounds like a f- shitty fucking. Like a shitty band, like a shitty jam band. It, it, not the School of Mines with a D, School of Mines, like coal mines, like uh, gold mines, like you. mines. Okay, gotcha. So, I uh, thought that's so, where you go for your mime with so M. So, mime. so it's, it, it's in Rapid yeah. City, and it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the museum for the School of Mines. And uh, there's a lot of, uh, uh, when we were talking about uh, animals from like the Oligocene and uh, the Eocene and stuff like that uh, that are coming out of the Badlands of South Dakota, they have an excellent display of those. Um, they have a really uh, fucked up like mount of a, of a Montosaurus 
that's kind of like old school, but they do have a really good uh, Mosasaur. I think they have an Archelon. Like, uh, Mosasaur is like the big crocodile-looking uh, monitor lizard. I with swear, I swear to God, you're making this shit up as you go along. It doesn't sound real. How the fuck do you know all this yeah. stuff? Well, I worked at a dinosaur museum when I was a kid. Yeah, I worked at a and, fucking uh, I worked at a fucking McDonald's too, and like I don't remember the entire menu. Yeah, but you were a mechanic. You still know how to work on cars. Yeah, true that. Yeah, but also this place I was going like I used to go to that place when I was a kid. I like literally my folks would drop me off there for like a couple hours and go do other shit when we'd go visit South Dakota, and I just walk. And it's not a very big museum, but fuck, I could hang out there all the time. You know, um. It's, it's kind of like the first dinosaur museum I ever went to. And like I say, while it is antiquated, it's fucking awesome. There's like sculptures that Charles R. Knight did because he was friends with the guy that was like um, the originator of that shit, like of like Triceratops and all the shit. And then there's like it's a basis for a lot of his painting. It's it's an incredible free fucking thing. So if you ever go down to like, go see like go to the Sturgis rally or you go to Deadwood to go gamble, or you go to fucking Mount Rushmore, or some shit like that. Whenever you find yourself in South Dakota, if you need a little downtime, you want to go see some paleontology and some geology, go to the School of Mines in uh, in Rapid City. M-I-N-E-S. Um, mines. Mines. This is brought to you mines. by RoadsideAmerica.com. Yeah, yeah. And then also, like I said, you can go to, to those like shitty concrete dinosaurs up on the hill, because they're kind of fun, too. But, uh... But yeah, that, that shit ain't science. It's just kind of fun. But man, are they shitty! I'll we'll post some <laughs> pictures of that on our. Uh, I love them too, but they're they're all fucked up. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Anything Speaking else? of all fucked up, are you done? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I could go on, but I know you could. Well, thank you, folks, for tuning into uh, this disjointed like uh, self quarantining fucking it really is weird to, version of it the really show. is weird to try to do a fucking cohesive show when you're all in different places I think it would work better if we would have done better earlier in the day and before I had like three white Russians and a bunch of snake juice and like six beers I think that would have helped yeah somewhat but you know we, we tried to, we tried to do this at two in the afternoon and now it's you get what you pay 30. for just nothing yeah yep <laughs> Will, what, what else you got on this subject? Nothing. I'm done. Oh, fuck yeah. All right. All right. Let's go out in a hail of gunfire then. Fucking A. Stay safe, everybody. Don't lick any Doorknobs. bus stuff or Bus people. stuff. Don't do any bus stuff. Just don't, don't lick, lick any Estonian's plums. Don't lick anything on the bus. And don't ever. lick doorknobs. Wash your fucking hands. Stay the fuck home if you yeah. don't have to go out. Keep your fingers out of butts. Unless it's your you own. We're going to Photoshop a, a I'm on the picture of that. swapping heads and asses. That's going to be fun. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's go on a hail of gunfire. Fuck See you assholes you. later. Uh, good night.